Welcome to the Ark Church Podcast. On here, you'll find all of our Sunday and Wednesday messages, as well as classes and special services. If you would like more information about the Ark Church, visit us at thearkchurch.com or download our app available to all app stores. Our heart for you is that you would live for God, grow stronger, and make a difference. Enjoy. Well, I'm just, I always love this class. I always love studying for this class. I always learn new things, and I'm so thankful. All those years ago, as I received healing, still today, it's so fresh to me from the scriptures. So first, let's hold up our Bible. Are you ready? This is my Bible. It's God's word to me. It strengthens me. It refreshes me. It's medicine to me. I love to read my Bible. I do. I love to read my Bible. God's so good. So um, let's see where we're going to start today. I want to share with you one thing, um, and I've been praying, praying for everyone here, just praying that you see what God needs you to see. And I happened to turn on this video of a little boy that apparently needed glasses. He was about three or four years old. And when they put the glasses on him, they're like, can you see? And he could see, and he started to cry. He looks at his dad's face like he had seen it for the first time, and he kept looking and looking like he hadn't seen his face before or his features. And I got so tender about that, thinking how often we think we know who God is, we know what he wants for us, but if we saw him the way we need to see him, if our eyes were enlightened, if we saw, we'd probably be in tears over how good he is, how kind he is, how much he wants to help us, how much he wants to heal our life, restore our life, and do everything that we could ever even pray about and that we're not even praying about. So I just, that's my prayer for you here in healing class that you see him. You see how much he loves you. You know how much he's a healer. You know that he'll help you. You know you can go and talk to him about anything and he'll talk to you and he'll do miracles just for you because that's who he is. He's a loving father and he sent Jesus just for that. So I want to share with you tonight about a restored life. What is a restored life? What is it when God restores and gives you back something that maybe you lost or never had? Well, when you think of restored, you have to think of something changing, something turning. It's one way it turns. Now, we know what turning means. It means to move something, to rotate something. If I'm going to turn a lid, I always like to, uh, I happen to have strong hands. So uh, it's like, okay, can you open this? I think it's kind of fun. Let me open this. You turn it to the right, and it opens. You turn it to the left, and it closes. So the way we turn something has an effect. Open, close. Open, close, right? We turn. If you're getting directions and you're using your phone to get directions, it'll tell you, take this turn to get here, take that turn to get there, and you take these turns that set you in a different direction that gets you where you want to be. And God can turn and change things in our life. He can change something that's really bad into something that's really good. He can change the course of your life. He can change the direction. 
he could change to where you see and experience something completely different than you ever did before. I was thinking about Disney World today. You know, they, Disney World or Disneyland is on one huge piece of property. But if you've ever gone to Disney World, they have different lands. They have Adventureland and Fantasyland and Frontierland. Well, if you're in Fantasyland with the Princess Castle and all of that stuff, that's one type of experience. And then you walk and turn a corner and you're in Frontierland. And it's Daniel Boone and all the dress is different and all the, it looks completely different. What if whatever situation you're in that isn't so good, maybe seems dark, maybe took you by surprise, maybe was a diagnosis that's had you a little down. What if there's a turn? towards good? What if there's a turn towards healing? What if you begin to see and sense something completely different beyond what you even thought could happen to you? That's what God does for us. And that's a lot of a turn or a change and what happens with restoration. Restoration, I put a definition for you here when God can restore our lives physically and emotionally, it means to bring something back to its former or original state or to renew or restore, to put again in possession of something. I happen to really love the story that Derek told last week where he lost his wedding ring. Do you remember that? He flung his hand out the window and he lost his wedding ring. I thought that was so funny. And so one of the men here on staff said, you know, where's your faith? Because he's like, we're not going to find it. It was on the pro Where's your faith? And he allowed the Lord to like go, okay, where is my faith? I guess I don't have that. Let people speak into your life. Well, Terry, who works here, he found his ring and gave it back to him. It was just a miracle thing. He said, we're going to find it. He had faith. And so we're here to help encourage your faith, if you haven't had it, that what's been taken from you, God wants to put back to you. So if I took, can I have your ring? So here's his, here's his wedding. His, here's his wedding ring that he lost, right? If I feel really mischievous, I could like maybe not give it back. <laughs> but you know what? The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. The enemy comes to take from your life something God gave you or created or wanted you to always have that you didn't have. And the enemy comes to take that away from you. God's like, no. That's not what happened. Jesus came to bring us life and to give it to us more abundantly. He restores and gives us back health, emotional soundness. He gives us back things we've lost and God restores. Just like he restored that back to Derek, I gave it back to him. God's like, I want to give you back your life and that you have it more abundantly and that there's a joy in you and not an angst or dread in any way. He gave Richard his life back after seven years. He was diagnosed with cancer and he's free and here, healed and clean and clear. And that's for all of us. Cliff, he had a sickness too. God restored life to him. God restores our soul. He gives us back what's from him. He's like, I gave it to you and you're supposed to always have that. I love that about the father. 
He's so, so good. Well, I want to share with you too. Now, Psalm 23.3 says this. He restores my soul. Or he, and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. That restores my soul can also mean he renews and gives you strength. He can give you strength in your soulish area when you feel emotionally weak, when you feel like you can't go on or I don't know how I can handle this situation or this diagnosis. He restores and gives us strength in our soul. And he puts us on a path that's right and moves right to healing for his own namesake, that all you could do is say, the Lord is so good and merciful. He would be so kind to me and he would help me when I don't even do it right all the time. That's who God is. He gives us strength. In 1981, we were at Lakewood Church and Joel's father and mom were pastoring, Pastor John Osteen and Dodie. In 1981, Dodie was diagnosed with metastatic cancer of the liver. She was sent home, you know, from the hospital with two weeks to live. And what they did is Pastor Osteen says she was 89 pounds. He lifted her out of the car into the home. They got on their face before the Lord when they got home and went, God, we are just asking you for life. We're asking you for healing beyond what medical science. Dodie was an RN. Her son, Paul, is a surgeon. So they knew what metastatic cancer of the liver was and that there wasn't much time. But with God, there's time. They got on their face, prayed, and asked God for mercy and help and life. And she put pictures around the house of her riding a horse that she would have strength that she did when she was younger. And she'd look at that all the time, all these young pictures of her when she was in full strength and go, I, the healing power of God's working and I'll have full strength. And she used to actually quote John 10, 10, the thief come, came to steal and kill and destroy, but Jesus came to, have, to give me life and to have life more abundantly. And she's like, I'm going to take what God's given me. She's alive today. She's about 89 Talk about strength. She got all the strength of those pictures that she put up. God renews our soul. He'll give us strength. He'll restore to us and give you the strength to walk through whatever you're walking through. Whatever you've experienced, it is not too hard for God to be able to help you at all. And I want to share with you tonight a story about a restored life. And then we're just going to work through a few little principles. This is how I received healing. I read all the different healing passages, and then I put myself in the story. And I began praying what was in the story, asking the Lord questions, and making corrections from there. And mercifully, the Lord has given me years and given me life. And I'm so thankful. And I told him, I said, I'll live and not die, Lord, and I'll declare your works. And that's why I'm here today. All these years later, it was 30 years ago. And I'm very, very grateful for his healing mercies. Did it happen overnight? No. But it happened. You can start to turn in a direction towards healing. And if you stay with God, you'll see the full manifestation of healing 
and freedom in your life, whether it's emotional or physical. You stay with God and stay turned in his direction. You'll see life and life more abundantly. So let's read here in 2 Kings chapter 20. In those days, Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And it happened before Isaiah had gone out into the middle court that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Return. And tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I've heard your prayer, I've seen your tears, and surely I will heal you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord, and I'm going to add to your days 15 years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city for my own sake and for the sake of my servant David. Then Isaiah said, take a lump of figs. So they took and they laid it on the boil and he recovered. And Hezekiah said to Isaiah, what is the sign that the Lord will heal me and that I shall go up to the house of the Lord the third day? So right before he recovered, he's asking this. Then Isaiah says, this is the sign to you from the Lord that the Lord will do the thing which he has spoken. Shall the shadow on the sundial which told the time go forward 10 degrees or shall it go backward 10 degrees? Hezekiah answered, it's an easy thing for the shadow to go down or forward 10 degrees. No, but let the shadow go backward 10 degrees. So Isaiah the prophet cried out to the Lord and he brought the shadow 10 degrees backward by which it had gone down on the sundial of Ahaz. Very interesting here. I love this because we see a turn, a change, and we see a restoration, and we see a little bit of a turning of time. I, just that last part, I don't want to miss it, where he goes, okay, the sundial's going to go. It's, it's pretty easy for something to keep going in the same direction. But if we reverse the motion, that's harder. Let the sundial, let time go back for 10 degrees. That was harder. Let's reverse the motion. Seems hard in the natural. It's not hard with God. God goes, not a problem. Watch this. We're going to go back in time. I'm going to turn something around. We're going to reverse a situation and get it back to the way it was before. Get you back to your former state. Get you back to an original place of wholeness and healing and health. And if you've never had it, even in your mind or your body, God wants you to have it. That's actually how he created us. He's so kind. If you could look into his face and really see who he is and see the love that he has in his eyes and his heart for you for you personally, what he would speak and say to you, it's, it's always good there. It changes you. It changes everything. And from there, you're like, oh, I can receive. 
I can believe from a father who loves me like that. And the thing is, he does. Now, when we look at this story, I think it's so interesting when we look at it. Isaiah was a man that represented God. Can you imagine someone coming to you and saying, thus says the Lord, you're already near death. You're going to die. So just get everything in order. You're going to die. The prophet leaves and Hezekiah turning his face to the wall means he didn't go and call anybody. He didn't text anybody. He didn't, he turned his face just to God, just to the father. He turns his face just towards God. And he goes, I did everything that I, I thought I, I thought I did everything well to the best that I could. And he weeps just with all of his heart bitterly before the Lord. Just he and the Lord. I want to encourage you. You can receive healing and anything you need by turning your face by yourself to God. He will hear your prayers. You can talk to him about anything. And the thing is here, you talk about a quick change. We pray and get our hearts before the Lord. Isaiah's walking out. He's in the courtyard before he's even outside of things. He's a, the Lord's like, uh, Isaiah, something just changed. It doesn't take long to make a heart change. It doesn't take long to connect with God at heart and get your heart before him. And sometimes you may have to go, forgive me, God, help me. But I want to encourage you, turn your face towards the Lord, just like we see Hezekiah did. So Isaiah is in the courtyard and he goes, return, go back there and tell him he's going to have 15 years. I'm adding 15 years. And I love this other part. He goes, and I know there's a problem in the city. Do you know that God knows all your problems? He knows everything else that's bothering you besides physical or emotional pain. And a lot of times they clump together. Have you noticed that? You're like, I'm not in the mood for, you know, something to go wrong in the house. Not now. Or in the family when I'm having to believe God here. Like how could something? And he didn't. God didn't have to, oops, sorry. God didn't have to do this, but he goes, by the way, I'm going to defend the city. The city's going to be protected as well. I'm giving you 15 years, and the city, this other troubling thing, is going to be fixed as well. You talk about the kindness of the Lord. He's like, I'll handle it all. After three days, go up to the house of the Lord. I, I think that's interesting. But he's near death. So he's really, if you're near death, probably in bed, not able to move very much, go in three days. So he probably may, I don't know, maybe had to get some strength in three days. There was a little bit of a time period there. Immediately, God responded to his prayer, and some things will seem immediately, but then there was a little three days, go to the house. And also, he gives an instruction, I want you to take some figs, and I want you to put it on the boil. It was so kind, too, because Hezekiah's like, okay, like, okay, but 
if you feel like I'm, I'm near death, I just like, this is all bad, the city, like, can I have like a sign that this is really going to happen? And God does that too for him. He pulls back time. God wants to bring you back to the original state in which you were created. And you may go, but you don't know what happened to me. You don't understand injustices or whatever it is or sickness. But God can still get you to a healthy state. He still can preserve you life and give you life and give you life abundantly. The enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy and take what's not even his. If it was given to you from God, get it back. I want full restoration. I want the complete healing that you've given me, Lord, and I'm going to hold on to it. I'm sure Derek, you didn't go, oh, Derry, oh, Terry, keep the ring. No, you're like, it was mine. Thank you. I'll take it. And all, that's all you have to do often with the Lord. Thank you, Lord God. I'll, I'll take this. In, um, oh, I forget how long ago, there was a gal here named Melanie Stickler. I don't know. Some of you may know her husband is a principal, I think, in New Caney. Well, when they had little children, this was years and years ago, she was walking through a Target, and her heart stopped. And she dropped on the ground, and I mean went out for a week. Like, like not, she was out, not responsive at all. They got her heart moving. We're praying. We're praying. I'm like, Lord, we're praying here. Interesting. I felt impressed and asked the Lord, where, where should I be praying, Lord? Tell me. Again, turning your face to the world. What do you want me to do? Do I pray? I prayed out of Psalm 41. It came to me. The first couple of verses of Psalm 41 go, if you give to the poor, if you help someone in need, the Lord's like, I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to help you. So in any kind of sickness or weakness, keep reaching out to other people. Because you know what God says in the third verse? In the third verse of Psalm 41, the Lord will give them strength when they are sick on their sickbed. When you're reaching out to other people, when you reach out beyond your pain, when you reach out beyond your depression or whatever you're going through, you're giving God an opportunity to flip that thing around. Watch me reverse the motion of this thing. Watch me turn this thing. He says, I'll give strength when they're sick or on their sick bed, and I'll make them well again. I'll restore them from their bed of illness. Isn't that great? I'll turn the sick bed. So the bed you lay on won't be because you're sick there. Uh, that thing can turn. Can God turn things? Can God reverse motion? Can God give us back some things and restore things to us? Absolutely. He's a restorer of our life. He's a restorer of our soul and he can turn the sick bed. Turn it. And Melanie Stick, Stickler, so we're praying that. I'm like, Lord, she's been working in children's church. I'm praying for her that the turning of the sickbed. It was 
about a week and a half or two weeks maybe. She's like unconscious or there's nothing. And she says she was rolling from one room to the other and her eyes popped open and she was totally there. She began coming back. Now she had to learn to talk again, but she did. When I went to visit her in the hospital, I have never heard someone giggle so much during therapy. I thought she is just laughing her way to health. She giggled so much. She, she was trying to get her words out, and I guess she was just laughing at herself. She giggled her way. I, I was like, this is a myth, but a merry heart is good medicine. And she's totally healed and restored. It was such a beautiful thing. The scriptures are real. The scriptures are true. Can God turn the situation, flip it around, yeah, reverse it? Go back in time? Yes, he can. It's not too hard for him at all. And if you've never had a good time in your life, it's time now. God wants you to have sweet days, days where you sense his presence, days where you see his mercy, and you know who he is. Your eyes are enlightened. You're like, I see him and I know him. And he's so good. Can't help but worship him. Can't help but for his namesake say he's good. The Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. But there are other things in our life that that um, I'm going to go. Other problems that add to sickness. I want to go to the second point over here. Sometimes I know when I was recovering, there were so many other things happening. I was like, it can't be Alan lost business at his job. I was like, oh, no, not finances, too. All my children needed extra help with school. I was like, how am I going to get to tutors? And I'm having to believe God for healing and then Alan's finances. And it was just like a pile on thing. We've got to be able to talk to the Lord. I like to talk to him about everything. Don't let it pile on you. Don't let it trouble you. Don't let it bother you. Bring it to God. Turn your face towards the wall means I'm just going to talk to the Lord. I'm going to go to him and I'm going to ask him for help here. It says in Proverbs 14, 30, 30, a sound heart is life to the body. That means a tranquil peaceful, calm heart is life to your body. Well, a lot of times situations and problems and the enemy, he likes to mess with us and play games. Does this bother you? Oh, how about this? How about this? Does this bother you? You know, Alan says it's sometimes like those, remember those Jack in the Box? Pop, what's going to make you like pop? And so there's sometimes things that keep bothering, keep bothering you, and, and, and you have to go, okay, Lord, I give all this to you so that I can have peace and a calm and a tranquility in my heart, in my soul. Give me strength in my soul to go through what I'm going through. That is life to the flesh. That will help you. But when you recognize that the enemy is trying to distract you and pull you away from, I believe healing's happening, and God will take care of and defend me in other areas. 
God will help me in other areas. And I trust him. He does every. He didn't have to say to Hezekiah. He could have just said, okay, 15 years, that's it. He goes, I'm going to help with the city too. Because that mattered. Don't you think that gave Hezekiah peace of heart? So, okay, so let's say you're believing God for healing right now. What else is bothering you? What if God were to say, I've got that too. Think of that as totally settled and calm, paid for, done, finished. How's your heart feel? <sighs> Relieved, right? That's life to your flesh. A sound heart, life to your flesh. I love that we can bring everything and anything to the Lord, and he will always, always help us. God can turn any bad situation into good. He can turn any diagnosis into healing and wholeness, and he'll do it for you. He'll do it for you. He's, he's so good and kind to us. Now, in Jeremiah 30, 17, I'm skipping just a little bit here. The Bible says, I will restore health to you and I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Because they have called you an outcast saying, this is Zion, no one seeks her and no one cares for her. As I read this in context, uh, they were in a bad place. They hadn't done right at all, the children of Israel. They had really not done well with the Lord. And everybody's like, forget you. You know, sometimes when we just don't even do it right, God still cares for us. Other people are like, I don't care about you. Do you know what you do? You, you know? God still cares about us. And that's a beautiful thing about going to him. He says, I'll restore health to you. And one translation says, I'll put a bandage on it. I'll wrap this thing up. I'll bring you some healing in that place. Because even when we don't do it right, do you know the heart of God still feels for us? He still wants to heal us of our wounds in those places. And maybe no one else cares. And that's such a reason to want to go to him and repent and ask him to help us and forgive us when we've done things wrong. You can go to him and he's not going to just be like, well, I'm just mad at you for forever. He's like, I forgive you. And I want to help you. And I want to heal you. And I want to give you back your life. And I want to give you back your sleep. And I want to give you back your soundness of mind, the restoration of God, turning things, changing things, reversing motion for you to where your experience is something completely different than what you have. And I'm telling you, only God can do that sometimes. Well, most of the time, really, with big things. Who can help you like God can? I, you know, I mentioned Disneyland um, a while back ago. Matt, he was little. We, my mom took me and my kids to Disneyland, and I had no money at all. And so we just basically got like one souvenir. He got a Daniel Boone hat, right, from Frontierland. Well, by the time we got to the gate, he lost his hat, and he's crying. Well, first of all, I didn't have the money to go get him a second hat. And neither did we have the time to go back to Frontierland. I could not give it to him. 
I could not restore the Daniel Boone hat. You're probably still mad at me today because of that. (laughs) But God can restore things to us that you've lost. That you've lost. And I want to encourage you, even if sickness has taken a toll on your finances or a main sickness damaged other parts of your body, ask God for full restoration. He'll give it to you. He'll give you back what's been stolen to you. He's the only one who can. He's so kind that way, so good, and and he longs to do that for us. He really does. As I'm talking to you about turning your face and heart towards the Lord, as Alan was uh, recovering with his voice during the Christmas season, there was a time that when we went to the ENT and they're like, well, we're looking for tumors and it could be cancer or the vocal cords are permanently damaged. Um, There's a bow in the vocal cords. And um, I actually, while they were, I'm watching and looking at all his cords. And I was like, well, this is an interesting view on a big screen, you know. And I told him, I said, well, there's someone who can help us beyond what anybody else can do. And I want to encourage you with your medication or the doctors, whatever you're going through or counseling, don't do it alone. Do it with God. Add him in, factor him in to whatever you're doing. So I said, well, Alan, you know, you, I can't get this for you. I want you to be able to speak again because I would rather not be speaking for you all this time. <laughs> that was not in my marriage contract at all. <laughs> a lot of fine print here, right? I wanted it for him. I couldn't give it to him. I couldn't get his healing. So I said to him, I said, okay, I'm studying for one of the Sunday messages that he he wrote. I said, go, go pray. He came up to the church here and it was in the dark. He's in the auditorium and he's just praying. That's turning his face to the wall. He's just praying, oh God, I just, I need to hear from you. I know about healing. I know you're a healer. I've seen you move in my life before, but every situation, take it to the Lord. And he took it to the Lord, and the Lord spoke to him. Did it happen immediately? No. But he got something from God that God was going to help him before any of the other tests happen. And God began to work. You don't always see an immediate change. In fact, if you have something big, a big ship, it takes a little longer to turn a big ship, doesn't it? It takes a little longer for that. It takes, it's not as long when you have a little ship. I want to encourage you, if you have little symptoms or something, start to use your faith and start to pray about those things. Have God, you know, encourage your heart that that turned and this turned and that turned and this turned. And then when you have a big thing and it's not immediate, you know, I'm pointed in the right direction. I'm going to go. So when he heard from the Lord, he was pointed in the right direction. And his voice came back to where the doctors were like, they were just about to do a procedure. We went in, they're about to put injections. And they look at him and they go, why, are you, why, why do I hear a voice? And he says, because you forgot who I know. I know the Lord. <laughs> he had told them, I, I, know the, I, 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 I know someone who is a healer. And so they, they looked again and they went, 
you, you have some voice. And the vocal cords had actually changed. I saw a picture of it. It wasn't immediate, but it happened. Hezekiah, three days, go to the house of the Lord. Some things don't get discouraged if they're a little bigger and they don't turn immediately. The diagnosis I had was a very serious one. I didn't know about healing. Learn it at the same time I had to use it I, I, and, and apply it into my life. I felt like this big train. It reminded me of a train. A train doesn't stop very. It was like stop all these very serious symptoms. That's why trains plow into people because they don't stop so easily. And then to get that thing going in a different direction took a little bit of time too. But time doesn't matter. If you know the Lord, if you know he's like, you're going to have years. Things are coming that are good. Keep pointed in my direction. Keep moving my way. Keep strong towards my word. You'll see it. You'll see a full manifestation of healing and restoration in your life. It's what God has for us. It's, it's everything of who he is. When you look into his face, when you look into his word, he's a healer. He's a restorer of your whole life, of your soul, of everything that you need. He renews our life. He raises us up, uh, raises us, raises, how come I can't say that? Raises us up. He repairs us. I love to think of those things about the Lord. Now, the last little part about turning to the Lord, Proverbs 9, 11. He's talking about the wisdom of God, what God it says, that's the first portion of that last section. For by me, your days will be multiplied and years of your life will be added to you. Do you love that? If you didn't know if you could have years, by me, by the Lord, he's like, I'll add years to you. I'll multiply your days. Just turn your heart. And, and if I can encourage you, because I, I love to pray. I didn't know how to pray. I was a Catholic girl. I'd go into the Catholic church and just sit when the church was dark. I'd light one of those little red colored candles and I'd sit in the darkened church and I'd see the, the stained glass and I'd just pray. I was like, God, I, I don't know what to pray, but would you help me? And you know, he did. Would you lead me? And he did led me right to people where I got saved. I pray very simple prayers. You can pray and cry. You can just, whatever it is, bring your heart before the Lord. Let it be the genuineness of your heart. He will hear you. And I love this part that Hezekiah turns his face towards God when he turns towards the wall. And guess what? God turns his face, actually his face was always turned towards him. And do you know that God's face is turned towards you? He didn't turn away from you. When you turn towards him, you're going to see that he's looking at you. He looks at us. David in the Psalms goes, God, I, I need your face turns towards me. Your face shining on me means your face is smiling on me. Your eyes are warm towards me. God's face is turned towards us. So when you turn towards him, you can have peace. You can see your healing. 
you could see complete restoration. So I read this story today that just fits perfectly turning the face towards the Lord and him being turned towards us. And it was of this dad and his daughter, his young daughter. They had gone through a loss and they, it was a very dark time. And the little girl went and she's sleeping in her bedroom and he puts her to bed and turns the lights out. And she's like, daddy, daddy, wait, it's too dark here. It's very dark. And he says, I know, sweetheart, can I sleep with you? And so he says, okay. So she gets in bed with him and he turns the lights out and she goes, daddy, it's still dark. I can't see you. I still can't see anything. It's still dark. He says, I know, honey, I know it's dark. And he was feeling like it's a dark time. Then the little girl goes, Daddy, is your face turned towards me? And the daddy said, yes, my face is turned towards you. And she says, then I can sleep. And she went to sleep. And when she fell asleep, he got out of bed and got on his knees and went, oh, God, is your face turned towards me? And in the whisper of his heart, the Lord reassured him and said, my face is turned towards you. And I feel that's a word that we all need. God's face is turned towards us. And it's a kind face. It's a loving face. Even when we haven't done it right, he cares about us. He wants to restore to us. He loves us. When you know his face is turned towards you, you can sleep at night. And you can know He's going to take care of you. So that is my prayer for you. I'm going to pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person here, Father, and that have been a part of this healing semester. I ask you for a peace that passes understanding on their life, Father, that they're able to have a calm in their soul and a restoration in their soul, that healing mercies hover over them and the sick bed is turned, Father. It's absolutely miraculously turned and there's a there's a reverse motion that they go back and are restored to full health and full strength lord god and all they can do is praise you father and look into your face for the rest of their life father thank you you hear us when we pray thank you for your hand on each one here in jesus name Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message has blessed you. Don't forget to check us out on all the social platforms. We're uploading encouraging content on a regular basis. For more information, go to thearcchurch.com. Have a great week.